Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. When we call someone over to see our home, our car, or something else of which we're grateful, we want it to be in the best shape possible. When we're having special guests that might be riding with me in my car, I try and make sure and have it cleaned, both inside and out. It's a little thing, but I hate putting someone in a dirty car. My wife takes incredible care of our home. It's almost always presentable to drop-ins. However, when she knows guests are coming, everything gets cleaned again, even if it looks great to me. She loves showing off what God has given us. I think most of us want to present our best when we know we will be facing some kind of evaluation. Oh, I know having guests over is not really an evaluation, but we like to be prepared nonetheless. I never like doing less than my best on tests. I'd study so that I could pass the test and be pleased in the outcome. I knew that no matter how impartial my teacher was, he or she would enjoy grading a good test more than a bad one. On those times when the test came back with a failing grade, I was embarrassed, knowing that those responsible for grading the test had associated that grade with my name. The test failure translated out to I had failed. If I let myself, I'd soon feel like I was a failure. There will come a day in which we will face the test of a lifetime. In fact, it will be the test over our lifetime. When believers are caught up to be with the Lord at the rapture, they will soon be ushered to a great judgment, the judgment seat of Christ. At that grand event, each believer will individually stand before the Savior of the world to have their works judged. No, we will not answer for our sins as they were paid for long ago on the cross. This judgment will be an evaluation of all of our works. Paul describes the day in 1 Corinthians 3, beginning in verse 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If a man's work abide, which he hath built upon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Those things that we did with selfish motives will all burn up in that judgment fire. All that we tried to do in our own strength, determined that we could do just fine without the help of the Lord, will go up in smoke. Any sinfully motivated actions and thoughts will similarly be incinerated. However, as we, like Paul, realize that we're weak, helpless apart from the empowering strength of the Spirit of God, and call upon Him to sustain and help us, the results will be saved to become rewards. As we forsake our own wills and our own dreams and desires to follow the calling of the Lord, any good that came would also be saved. One day, we will look at what remains of all that we did in this life. For some, there will be great storehouses of rewards remaining, sparkling clean from the fires of judgment. Others will hang their heads as they stand before a small pile of white ash, all that remained of their lifelong efforts. If we could keep in our hearts and minds what awaits us in heaven, perhaps we would be more conscientious to commit all of our works to the Lord. God bless you today. I love you.